Welcome back to Steph's Business Bookshelf and this episode about the book Originals by Adam Grant. Keep listening to find out how you can be a diplomatic rebel and come up with better, more original ideas. You're listening to Steph's Business Bookshelf, doing the reading so you don't have to. Welcome back. It's a very chilly Tuesday morning here, late June in Melbourne. I know often it surprises people and I've got a number of listeners from all over the world and people are always surprised that it actually gets cold in Australia. I think it's actually the fact that it's colder indoors than it is outdoors because Australia haven't really figured out central heating yet and being from the UK, which is obviously considerably colder than Australia, I still get a little bit bitter when I have to uh, be freezing cold indoors. So the cat is currently following me around, sitting wherever I've been sitting to try and find little patches of warmth. But what this does mean is that it is perfect weather for reading and just curling up with a book and getting through some new reading material. However, today's book that I'm talking about, Originals by Dr. Adam Grant, is one I read last year. And it's definitely one of those ones where a couple of the ideas and a couple of the stories have stuck with me. So it's one I would definitely recommend. Adam Grant is fantastic and so well renowned in the world of organisational psychology and, and making work better. I've put some links to in the show notes to his podcast and some of his other work. If you are interested in organizational development, in organizational psychology, in making work better, I highly, highly recommend looking at some of the things he does and listening to some of his podcasts and some of his videos. So without further ado, let's talk a little bit more about Dr. Adam Grant. Dr. Adam Grant has been Wharton's top rated professor for seven years straight. He is a leading expert on how we can find motivation and meaning and live more generous and creative lives. He has been recognised as one of the world's 10 most influential management thinkers and fortunes 40 under 40. He is the author of four New York Times bestselling books that have sold over 2 million copies and have been translated into 35 languages. Give and take, originals, the one we're talking about today, option B and power moves. Adam is the host of Work Life, a chart-topping TED original podcast. He writes on work and psychology for the New York Times, serves on the Defense Innovation Board at the Pentagon, he has been honoured as a young global leader by the World Economic Forum, and he has more than 3 million followers on social media and features new insights in his free monthly newsletter, Granted. Again, recommend signing up for that too. There is a link in the show notes. So a little bit about the book Originals. Originals is how to champion new ideas and fight groupthink. Using surprising studies and stories spanning business, politics, sport and entertainment, Grant explores how to recognise a good idea, speak up without getting silenced, build a coalition of allies, choose the right time to act and manage fear and doubt. How parents and teachers can nurture originality in children and how leaders can build cultures that welcome dissent. In this book, you'll learn from an entrepreneur who pitches his startups by highlighting the reasons not to invest, a woman at Apple who challenged Steve Jobs from three levels below, an analyst who overturned the rule of secrecy at the CIA, a billionaire financial wizard who fires employees for failing to criticise him, and a TV exec who didn't work in comedy but saved Seinfeld from the cutting room floor. And this and the intro to Adam were taken from Adam's website, adamgrant.net link is in the show notes and speaking of links in show notes there is a link to the facebook group steph's business bookshelf book club come and join us i'd love you to join in the conversation about what you're reading at the moment any recommendations particularly as we're getting into summer holidays time in the northern hemisphere come over and fill up your book reading list 
Big idea number one I took from the book Originals by Adam Grant is be a diplomatic rebel. As I mentioned in the intro, there was a story in the book around an engineer who challenged Steve Jobs about distribution and production model. She asked for 30 days to prove that Steve was wrong and she was right. And she did it. What was really great about this story is, number one, that she took the initiative, that Apple had obviously created a culture where betterment and continuous improvement was so important that she felt that even Steve Jobs, who, let's be fair, if you've read anything about Steve Jobs, wasn't necessarily the most approachable person at the best of times, that she could approach him and know that because she was focused on making things better and making things work better and more efficiently and effectively and aligned to where Apple were going, that this would be important. The other important point from here is that if you want to change minds and particularly if you want to radically change things, you need to keep ideas close to known ideas. So for example, the Lion King script at Disney was not very well received initially. People didn't really get it. They didn't understand what the point was. But when the writers explained that it was like Hamlet with lions, people are, oh yeah, of course. Oh, that sounds great. So being able to align your idea to something that people are already familiar with is really important, particularly if you're doing something quite radically different. You can also make people familiar with your idea by bringing it up a lot and containing it within other ideas. Adam talks in the book about needing to bring up your idea 10 to 20 times, which is interesting for those of you who are maybe running businesses or working internally at a company and think about how many times you might need to feel like you're banging on about an idea or something before people start to think, oh yeah, I've heard this before. This sounds, this sounds like a good idea because they start to get familiar with it. They start to make their own stories around it. They start to feel more comfortable with the new idea. There's also the idea of a Trojan horse idea. So something that is radical that is cloaked in something conventional. There's a couple of examples in the book. There was actually another engineer who wanted to create wireless charging, but she wasn't getting again any, any traction because people are like, no, it can't be done too hard. So she started to ask secretly for the different parts and help ask people to help her work on something telling them that it was actually something pretty benign and something that they'd worked on previously. But secretly, she was actually creating a wireless charging device. So whilst for a number of us, and I'm definitely included in this, like the idea of big, new, scary, radical changes, that's obviously not for everyone and not maybe initially. Because don't forget, whilst you've been mulling on this idea for a week, six weeks, six months, a year, three years, People have only just heard about it. So they need to be brought to the party. So being a diplomatic rebel, as much as those two words might, one of those might throw fear into you, and it could be, depending on which type of person you are, could be either one of those words. So being a diplomatic rebel will help you get your ideas across by helping to bring people on board. So that's big idea number one, be a diplomatic rebel. Big idea number two, and possibly one of my favorites in the book is look around you. No, not the children's TV program, but about finding people who don't like your ideas and using them to stress test your ideas. So this is the next step forward from the initial idea about being a diplomatic rebel. This is when you've got the idea, you're starting to move it forward. You're starting to think about execution. Find people who disagree and use them as your extreme users. Use them to test what could go wrong. So you need to look around you for those different perspectives. The other thing to do is get people from different departments or industries or depending on the context, but get them involved. So for example, at DreamWorks, they encourage the accountants, the lawyers to pitch movie ideas and to get used to pitching movie ideas. 
because you never know where some little hint of gold or maybe the missing link in an existing project or idea is going to come from. And it's likely from someone who is adjacent to the problem or adjacent to the idea. In the book, Adam talks about broadening your frame of reference, which again is a, is a concept I really like. This increases your creativity because you're looking from different fields, you're broadening your thinking and bringing all of that back to bolster your idea. Nobel Prize winners immerse themselves in artistic pursuits and a lot of them use the fundamental principles of some of their artistic pursuits to then broaden their thinking and their frame of reference for the real work that they do. If you're internal in a company, think about job rotations. Can you go and work for another department, even for a short period of time, even just for a few days or a week maybe? Find out what happens in a different part of the business. I'm actually reading another book at the moment, which I will talk about in a separate podcast. And there's a case study in that book where they talk about how every single person in their business, they treat as a business person, as someone who owns the business. To the extent that when you get good at what you're doing and you learn how to do your job, you get moved on to a new job because you're not bringing anything new once you know how to do it and you're just going through the motions. So by constantly mixing people up, throwing them into different departments, whilst that causes a little bit of tension at first, people know that's where they're getting the development. So think about job rotations and how working in another department or even just spending time with peers, colleagues in another service line, another department, another part of the business will broaden your thinking and increase the creativity that you bring to your ideas and solutions that you're creating. So it's big idea number two, look around you. Big idea number three, probably my favorite words, embrace day, which is the opposite of deja vu, but I think way more fun to say, day. So the opposite of deja vu, this is seeing the same thing, but through a different perspective or different eyes. So for example, the founders of Warby Parker, which is a very big glasses company in the, in the US, they're all students and they were thinking, well, why do glasses, as in seeing glasses that you put on your face, why do they cost so much? And why do they still cost so much? Because they've been around for a long time. And other things like other technology, for example, gets cheaper as the technology becomes more mature. So why do glasses stay the same or even get sometimes more expensive? One of my favorite ideas about ideas in this book and about coming up with more creative ideas is that when you realize everything is human made, you can start to challenge everything. So often in organizations, I hear people challenge or push back and say, oh yeah, but the rules and this and the process, and like, well, that's all been made up. It's all made up. You can change that. Someone can change that you need to get into the habit of challenging what is human made because everything was created, therefore everything can be uncreated and changed and moved. There's a quote in the book that the hallmark of originality is rejecting the default and exploring if a better option exists. And I think going through your work, your day, your life with that kind of thought bubble in the back of your mind would be incredibly empowering. And when I think about people who, you know, friends of mine, colleagues of mine, ex-colleagues of mine who have struggled at work, they've lost sight of that. They're, they're bored. They're doing going through the motions and they often are talking about other people not giving them the work or not making work interesting. Often one of the challenges I'll put to them is something along those lines. They say, well, what, what would you change? What could you do differently? 
And that apathy is so dangerous that, oh, well, nothing can be done. Oh, I'll just go through the motions. Because that is where innovation, that's where creativity, that's where progress stops and dies, which I think is pretty sad. So the hallmark of originality is rejecting the default and exploring if a better option exists. Use that tomorrow or today if you're going into work or tomorrow if you're going home from work right now and just look at things through a different lens. Look at what you've always seen. Look at the problems that every day make you roll your eyes. How could that be looked at in a different way? How could you look around you if we take from big idea number two and think about how different departments or organizations do things? What can you learn? What can you change? Because everything is man-made, because everything is human-made and therefore everything can be changed. So that was big idea number three, embrace Vujar Day. Seeing the same thing through a different perspective. On that note of everything being human-made, there is an example in the book, and as I mentioned in the intro to this, about an analyst who overturned the secrecy at the CIA to allow for more sharing across the different departments, organizations, state agencies, etc., which was a phenomenally hard thing to do. And something you just think, oh, well, that can't ever change. It's the CIA, it's secrecy, etc. But what they realized was, again, to be able to do the work, they needed to think differently. They needed to share things across agencies and departments to deal with the complexity of crimes and the problems that they were trying to solve. So if they can change the secrecy rules at the CIA, I think you can probably change your purchase order process in your accounts department. Let's recap the three big ideas from the book Originals by Dr. Adam Grant. Number one, be a diplomatic rebel. Number two, look around you. And big idea number three, embrace Vujarday. There are so many great examples in the book. So I really do encourage you to have a read, download this book or go and buy it. You'll find some things in there that from all different industries and organizations and a few different countries as well. So there will be something in there that makes you think differently and empowers you to challenge something that maybe you've never thought of challenging before. But when you think about it, you think, oh, actually, yeah, why does that happen? Why do we do that that way? Why do I do that that way? And see what difference you can make. If you've read the book, if you enjoyed this episode, I'd love to hear from you. As usual, contact details are in the show notes, including the link to the Facebook group, Steph's Business Bookshelf Book Club. Love to hear from you and what you thought about this or what you've changed as a result of listening to this episode and being empowered to challenge some of the things that are not working around you. Otherwise, until next time, happy reading. Happy reading.